the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This is the best of investing on 860 AM, The Answer. The show that brings you valuable information about real estate, the financial market, and other economic business of the day. Your host, Edward Brown, is a nationally recognized expert on money and investing who has appeared on CNN and has published numerous articles in national business magazines and newspapers. Now, your host for the best of investing, Edward Brown. Welcome. You're listening to The Best of Investing. I'm your host, Edward Brown, and I'll mic two co-hosts, Mark Honf and Nam Phan of Pacific Private Money, are not here today, but we do have Patty Cohn of Pacific Union Realty. Our phone number is 888-912-1190. You're going to use that number to answer the trivia questions for a five-pack tanning certificate given away during this show. That certificate is not sponsored by the radio station, but by Tan Bella Tanning Salon, with two locations in San Francisco and one in Marin. And by the way, that's... That is a, um, a certificate that is transferable, so you could win it on the show and then gift it to somebody. It's worth over $100 for someone uh, at Christmas time. That's, shh, don't tell anyone you regifted it, though. Uh, today's trivia theme is general knowledge. Now, we actually do have a special guest in the studio with us, Rick Lewis of Gold Rush Jewelers. And since we are uh, in the Christmas season, because uh, uh, Thanksgiving just happened a couple of days ago, uh, we are uh, going to talk a little bit about jewelry and diamonds and all that kind of fun stuff. And then, obviously, we'll talk to Patty about uh, real estate. Uh, Rick, Welcome to The Best of Investing. Thank you for having me today. You're very welcome. Okay, so tell the audience now, uh, you know, diamonds are best girl, girl's best friend, that sort of thing. <laughs> We're going to get into the Christmas season here pretty soon. Uh, anything like you'd first recommend as generally, you know, a good jewelry, jewelry buy for, let's say, your, your spouse? I'm, you know, typically it's going to be men buying for women. I always have a hard time because my wife has to pick things out. I, ca- I cannot surprise her because it's never what she really wanted. Do mm-hmm. right. you get that a lot? Yes, you do. And there's such a very variety of things you can get. Okay. Obviously, diamond earrings, which women love to wear every day. Okay. Pearls they can wear on special occasions. All right. And then, obviously, a diamond necklace. Yeah, that's always good. They love that because you can always accent with some colored stones for their birthstone or their kids, huh. which they always enjoy. Oh, that's a good. That's good. See, there we go. Mm-hmm. I, I, that's right. I, you can find out what the birthstone is. You can always find. Just look online to find out what the birthstone is. Yes, you okay. can. Very good. Google it. So I have a question. If it's not custom, like so, Edward was saying, he he gets it wrong. So if it's not custom, can people just like it's a good starting place and somebody can exchange or return? We can always do that. And there's also things if you had certain stones in it, we can take those stones out and replace it with other stones in there. Mm-hmm. So we can do that yeah. to make it flexible for you in that light. But if it wasn't the style of what you wanted, you can always exchange it 
and pick out whatever you want or custom make it to ex- your exact specifications. Well, That's the good thing in today's world. Okay, so let me ask you, um, what happens when you as a jeweler, you see a piece that, let's say, is really old and you know it's valuable in its current condition, and then someone says, well, let's just break it apart and you know use diamonds over here. What, what do you, do you ever recommend, gee, you know, you might be best to just sell it as it is and then take the money and make something? It all depends. Sometimes okay. you take it out. You can, you're destroying the piece and the stones yeah. break yeah. and you see a yeah. beautiful piece. You don't want to take it out. So you convince them either. I'll tell you what. I'll give you a trade in value for that. Yeah. And get you more modern cut stones that will sparkle more and use that same value. If you have a, a, a ring or a pendant that has, say, 10 stones in there, I'll give you the same 10 stones, but they'll be better than what you had. See, that's a really good idea because, like, in the old mm-hmm. days, my parents had uh, these diamonds, what they called miner's cut. And isn't that where they take the bottom they basically cut it off? Well, that's the culet cut off, but it was yeah. cut by eye. So the technology is not what it is today. They would hand cut it on a lathe. Today, everything's laser precision. Yeah. So they have all those angles cut so perfectly. Mm-hmm. So when I told my wife, honey, it's our anniversary. I'm going to buy you the best zirconium money could buy. <laughs> she didn't like that so much. I don't know why. <laughs> I mean, you get the thing that looks perfect, but I know it's not exactly, not exactly real. Yeah. Still not the sparkle of a diamond. Oh. That, that, that's it. Exactly. And now there's, I know that I, I learned a little bit about this because it was shopping around where you want to go ahead and t- tell me if this is correct. I'm going to th- throw an idea out here and tell me if it's right. Because diamonds, you know, they vary so much in, in price. If you want to get something uh, that, you know, is going to be, let's say, a diamond ring where you're going to have the um, clasps on top. What are the, I'm losing my train of thought. What what, what are the things that the uh, the things that clasp on to the the prongs? Prongs. Thank you very much. That's the word I'm looking for. There we go. See, we I was testing him to make sure he's a real jeweler. <laughs> okay. Um, g- generally, if you get something that's let's say what they call SI one, where there's an inclusion, you know, a little black carbon, you can actually see with your your eye. If you get it where it's more on the corner, it's going to get hidden by that prong, right? Yes. Okay. But you also like to have the prong. Sometimes the Inclusion a little bit visible under magnification only, so you always know that's your stone. People ah. have this unfortunate oh. fear their stone will get switched, yeah. even though it's so rare. It's you hear it one, you know, in how many years, but it sticks in your head. No yeah. reputable jeweler is playing that game. Yeah, yeah. But sort of okay. people's peace of mind, if you know where that inclusion is, because every stone has like a fingerprint to it, yeah. it's different than another. So if you have that inclusion and you know where it is in that ring. That gives you, the consumer, peace of mind. Gotcha. Okay, tell you what, we're going to cut to our first commercial break here. We're in the uh, studio with Rick Lewis of Gold Rush Jewelers. Uh, uh, Rick, before we go to break, quick, quickly, how do people get a hold of you if they have questions about jewelry? They can come into the store. or downtown San Rafael at 831 4th Street. Okay. Um, they can call the store, 457-2101 in the 415 area code. code. Okay. Or they can email me at rick at goldrushjewelers.com. I like that when you have a very simple email to yeah. remember. All right. Here's our first trivia question. Uh, which of the four biblical scopples, I was thinking of disciples, gospels, whatever. Okay. Which of the four biblical gospels was written by an ex-tax collector? Call 888-912-1190 to answer that question. Don't touch that dial. We're going to be right back. Now, back to the best of investing with Edward Brown on 860 AM. The answer. 
Welcome back to The Best of Investing. Again, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Patty Cohen and our special guest, Rick Lewis of Gold Rush Jewelers. Uh, Mark Honf and Nam Fon are off today. I'm going to try to fill in for Pacific Private Money with deals of the week and that sort of thing. Here was our first trivia question. Which of the four biblical gospels was written by an ex-tax collector? Anyone? Boy, I'll tell you. The Pope's going to be mad at you. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Matthew. Remember Matthew, the tax collector? Okay. Anyway, uh, that was our tri- first trivia question. I okay. have no idea. No idea. Okay. Well, the other ones here. Uh, yeah, stumped. Okay. The other ones are uh, 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 actually a little bit easier. Okay. Uh, so, Rick Lewis from Gold Rush Jewelers. We're learning a little bit about uh, diamonds, jewelry, and all that fun stuff. So, I want to ask you about color of diamonds. Um, they range anywhere. From, is it D that's flawless or colorless? D is considered perfect white. Perfect. Okay. And it goes all the way down to a, like a Z color, actually, <laughs> where it's got the yellow on there. Okay. Okay. Hmm. Now, yellow diamonds are different. They're right? different kinds of yellow diamonds. Okay. Some come naturally out of the ground. Yeah. And sometimes when there's a little bit of yellow in it, they heat them. And that brings the yellow up to a more vibrant color of yellow. Yeah, those are fairly expensive, aren't they? Those yellow diamonds? Um, the or natural yellow, yes. Natural yellow. They could be okay. two, three, four times the price of a regular white diamond. Well, yeah, I remember looking, then, on, looking at that one time. And then yeah. you've, you know, pink diamonds, blue diamonds, red yeah. diamonds, those pink diamonds, you know. Elizabeth Taylor's famous oh, blue right. diamond, the Smithsonian, yeah. you know, millions. Amazing. Good old De Beers uh, and yeah. <laughs> you know, all that. So generally speaking, because I know it, it, there's sort of a, you know, are you better off getting a smaller diamond, i.e. less carats, uh, but a much better quality? You know, uh, there, there's kind of a weighing issue, right? I mean, generally, you don't want, from a color standpoint, do you want to go past anything H or I? It's, it depends how the stone was called faces up, how it looks to the naked eye. Okay. There's a balance between the clarity and the color and the other characteristics, how well it's cut. You can have gotcha. a diamond that's D in color, but if it's not well proportioned, di- the diameter to the stone, to the depth, oh, it's not going to okay. sparkle. Gotcha. So it can be white, but no sparkle is not any good. Good point. I mean, that's where a jeweler really has to kind of come in and tell you. I mean, yes. some of the stuff you can see with the naked eye. Um, if you get to compare stone A to stone B, yeah. that's the benefit of buying it in person from any jeweler versus going on the Internet shopping. You can't tell those characteristics until you see it. Yeah, I'd be a little nervous buying a diamond on the Internet. You know, a lot because, of people do. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how much of a break you'd even get, but you yeah. know, maybe you do. But then once you get it in your hand, then what do you do? Then do you go to a jeweler and then have it appraised? A lot of people do. Yeah. But... There's no standard appraisal value. What yeah. I may appraise it for versus the guy down the street, it's not like the housing market mm. yeah. where, there's a, where, there's a, where there's comps and that stuff. Or even baseball cards nowadays, they have a you yeah. know, PC, whatever, where you can actually send it out. Actually, diamonds do have that, don't they, where you can send it out? You can send it out, but um, that's GIA does that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they don't put a price on it. They just tell you oh, color, clarity, gotcha. how well it's cut. Gotcha. Yes, right. that's a that's right. a good, that's a good point. So it's your, you know you have to trust your local jeweler that they're being fair. Yeah, and then when you know the appraisal versus you know actually how much you can get for it are going to be very, very wildly different. Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's tough. And then I know that there, there's different cuts. Like uh, I've always liked princess cut because it's the the largest plane, I guess. Yeah. Table. The, table. There you go. <laughs> See all these great words. I don't know either. He just <laughs> makes these words up and they no, I'm just kidding. Um, and then there was something else called Hearts of Fire. Um, all the Hearts of Fire Diamond is is a great marketing company. Okay. Oh, it's gotcha. just an okay. ideal cut diamond that's okay. been branded. Mm. It comes okay. with a GI cert, but there's nothing special about it. 
Except okay. you're paying your premium for their name. For their that's name. Oh, right. that's that's it. See, there you yeah. go. I thought it was a specific, like, you nope. know, princess. Because I looked at it and I go, I don't understand it. I mean, I still like a princess cut better than a, a round. I mean, in my personal opinion, you know. It just means it's an ideal cut, which means the depth, the, ta- the, the, um, the width of the stone. Yeah. The girdle, the edge of it, to the center, which uh-huh. is the table, yeah. are a certain proportion, which means how much light's coming through the stone. Okay, that's okay. an ideal cut diamond. They sell all ideal cut diamonds, oh, and they okay. brand them as such. But you can buy the same exact diamond yeah. for considerably less. That's not branded. It's exactly the same. Wow. See, no difference. Now, see, there we go. We I'm learned something good. No offense to the Hearts of Fire people, but <laughs> hey, you got to call a spade a spade when you first see it, right? That's right. Very We're good. Talking big money. Okay, Patty, do you have anything? Any specific questions for Rick? No, uh, but I can tell you, I've been going been to Gold there. Rushed over the years. We've never met. It's not a plug, but the best jeweler in Marin because yeah. you get a sense that they're really fair really honest and the, they'll do repairs and they're just so fast and so inexpensive. It's well, it's the go-to place. Well, well, how, how long have you been in, in, in I've business? owned the store over 30 years now. Yeah. I've been doing and the store's been there for over 40 mm-hmm. and I learned the trade on 4th Street. Well, you know, you know what's interesting is uh, some years back um, I was going to get a piece of jewelry uh, praised and I had just happened to be in the Northgate Mall and there happened to be a jeweler there and I think it was a, somewhat of a, a somewhat of a name known known name there we go and I was going to leave it with them but the salesman kind of was very nervous yeah. and he even kind of he, he sort of hinted to me you know yeah you may want to just come back on Monday and I'm going oh okay and and they were out of business <gasps> over the weekend and I, I, oh I, I he actually, I actually, I wanted to come and actually thank him for for, for dissuading me from wow. leaving it there. But I'm thinking, gosh, what would I do? I just have a piece of paper that just right. says he's got my jewelry, right? But right. you know, I, I saw Rick over the weekend, and I know he's been around for a really long time because we played softball together you many, did? many, 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 so many you years grew up ago in San, in San Rafael, right? Didn't yeah. you grow up in San Rafael? He was, con- he was the competition. We always played against each other. Though. Oh, that's yeah. so cool. Yeah. So wait, San Rafael High or Terra Linda? No, no, this was uh, when we were still adults, though. Oh, adults. adults. Yeah, yeah. Kind of, you there know, was a Sunday exactly. morning league at McGinnis, yeah. oh. and exactly. his brother had a team, and That's it. he was on the team, and we great rivalry. Very, wow. yeah, very big rivalry. <laughs> sometimes we won, and sometimes they killed us. They killed us. I never forgave you for that. No. Uh, <laughs> so anyway, but anyway, so, you know, in leaving my... Uh, um, piece of jewelry with with rick over the weekend uh, i felt i felt he's gonna be there exactly i don't have to worry about there's it there's such a good comfort being in that store it, yeah. it, like i we've never met before it's not a plug but that's the go-to place yeah and just the fact of just finding an honest jeweler it's like finding you know an honest salesman for for cars i'm not trying to or a realtor right. or a realtor yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah i mean yeah. just it's just it's really you're, you're kind of investing in the people yeah. We, we live in the community. It's yeah. So when I go somewhere, it's nice to know someone that you've never met knows of your store. It yeah. says the most wonderful things. You're like, wow. I'm yeah. glad people appreciate what we do because we try so hard to do everything yeah. so right, so perfect the first time. And yeah. bad news travels much faster oh, than yeah. good news. So apparently it's, it's, seven times faster. Is that what it is? Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. Well, look at just the newspaper, right? They, they say if it bleeds, it leads. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, nobody really wants to know about, oh, someone's cat got saved from a tree. But, yeah. you know, the tree fell over and killed the cat. Everyone's interested in it, you know? People. People. Um, Let's see. So, uh, Rick, again, why don't you give out your information um, to the audience in case they... Again, Christmas time is coming up. What better place to go than Goldworth Jewelers to, you know, buy a little piece of jewelry for your loved one, right? That's it. Thank you. We're at 831 4th Street in downtown San Rafael at 4th and Seahouse. You can call the store at 415 457 
888-212-2101. Or you can email me personally at rick at goldrushjewelers.com. Very easy to remember. Okay. So before we cut to our next commercial break here, uh, the Transcendence Theater. I don't know if you guys have ever uh, seen them, but uh, yeah. they've done uh, pr- performances like Broadway shows at the Marin Civic Center. And this time they're at Luther Burbank. And wow. they are, I'd say... At least as good as Broadway because I've seen both. I've seen Broadway and That's I've seen great. these guys, and, they, and these guys actually have a lot of people who have performed on Broadway. Wow! And it's always a really good show. In fact, my mother-in-law was a uh, kind of a famous ballerina in New York, big time, and even she said, "You know what? These guys are good." Wow! And if, and if she said that they're good, I then you know, you know they're good. So check them out, Transcendence Theater. Uh, they're doing some performances. Uh, May, I think it's November thirtieth through the December second uh, up at the Luther Burbank and Santa. Rosa, get in touch with them. I'm sure they'll uh, uh, give you a good show. Thanks. All right, here's our second uh, trivia question. What band's first top ten hit in the U.S. was 1984's The name of the song is called Legs. 1984. Okay. What band's first top ten hit in the U.S. I, I thought they were a U.S. band. I guess they're not. Uh, was 1984's Legs. So again, the, that's, that's the... That's, you got to name the band. Uh, come Why on, not 74? I know that more. <laughs> I know, I know. So would I. I the only reason I, I, I happen to know this this song. Yeah. She's got legs. You know the one. She's got a leg. There you go. Okay, so you know the song. Now you know now. Who, now, what, who the, now, the, now the band. Don't say it. Don't say it yet. Okay. I can't. <laughs> Call 888-912-1190. If, the, if you're the first caller with the correct answer, you're going to win that tanning certificate. Don't touch that dial. The Best of Investing will be right back. You're listening to The Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. For more information, visit bestofinvesting.com. More in a moment on 860 AM, The Answer. You're listening to The Best of Investing on 860 AM, The Answer. Once again, your host, Edward Brown. Welcome back to The Best of Investing. Again, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with my favorite co-host, Patty Cohen of Pacific Union Realty. Thanks again, Rick uh, Lewis of Gold Rush Jewelers for joining us and educating us about uh, jewelry and diamonds and all that fun stuff. All right, here's our second trivia question. What band's first top 10 hit in the U.S. was 1984's Leg? Sing it, Patty. I can sing it, but I can't <laughs> tell you who it was. ZZ Top. ZZ Top. There you go. See? <laughs> and now I'm getting the visual of that and the legs and the, yeah, that's the right. heels. <laughs> oh, you remember the video? Yeah, I guess I do. Oh, well, there you go. I got the whole visual of those legs. You were the model for that. I, that's right. It's yeah. <laughs> a matter of fact. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, Mark Honf and Nam Fon are not here today, uh, but I'm going to answer a trivia question, or not trivia, an email question that came in, uh, came in from Mark. It says, why would banks refer business to you? Because in the past, Mark's mentioned that banks have referred, you know, as well as realtors and mortgage brokers, that, you know, aren't you in competition with them? Because yeah. in theory, Pacific Private Money, they lend money to people buying real estate. So, that, you know, in theory, you would think that the banks would be uh, competition. It does feel like it, but the, but I know it's not. But and it's you can not. trust that. Yeah. yeah. So the, the answer is no, it's not competition. In fact, they actually do refer business. And the reason is because a lot of times banks won't be able to work fast enough on a deal or there might be something that's just a little outside their niche and they don't want to just tell the borrower sorry get out of my office you don't qualify it's you know i may not be able to help you but there's a company that probably can help you and then 
what will happen is the, the the bank will look good in front of the client because they didn't just say no. They referred them out. And then after Pacific Private Money looks at the deal, if they can fund it, they will. But then they only do short-term loans. So it gets referred back to the bank when the bank has more time or the person's credit score got up just enough to qualify for the bank. So banks are the friends. Very much so. And that goes for mortgage brokers, too. For 30 years, I've been dealing with mortgage brokers, and it makes them look so good Mm -hmm. when they're able to have another solution, even though they're not making one penny on it. Exactly. Bring them over that way, and they will come back. Yeah, Yeah. because the same thing. So the mortgage brokers, the same thing. They try to go through conventional lenders. Uh, They have a, a wide, vast, be it, you know, Chase or Wells Fargo, whoever might be the best at the time. But if they can't fund the loan, you call yeah. Pacific Private Money at 415-883-2150 or go to PacificPrivateMoney.com and then uh, they potentially, they're not, they're not always going to say yes. In fact, they say no more times They say than no yes. more, yeah. yeah. But they do act very quickly because they act just like a bank. Mm-hmm. That. Oh, and they're so much faster than a bank. Oh, yeah. I mean, they've done a loan in as fast as 72 hours. Yeah. So that's a little challenging because you have to have an entire file. You know, you, usually it takes about 10 days. Mm-hmm. But still, 10 days very responsive. It's very, yeah. Very. Exactly. Especially if you're trying to put an, an, an offer in on a house. You get know, very that, nervous that's... trying to get that all these things lined up and oh, yeah. someone do that so wonderfully well so fast yep. is a relief on your mind. It, it is. I mean, how many times you know do people put in offers with a you know a loan contingency or or they say well they got rid of the loan contingency but you know you try to ask your your typical bank you know are you are you really really sure that you're going to make this loan? Well, yeah, we're pretty sure we're going to get it done in time. And it's like, well, I can't have pretty sure. I have to get definite. Oh, yeah. And I've I've had situations where um, the buyer removed loan approval yeah, and it was through a broker the broker just didn't know what they were doing yep. like we asked what happened and literally they said the underwriter is being a butthole I'm like that really doesn't work <laughs> yeah, I didn't yeah. I did not pick this guy yeah, but anyway yeah, the yeah. point is now the buyer's deposits at stake and yeah. we're talking like $30,000 yeah. $60,000 on a $2 million home yep. so you got to scramble really yeah. scramble yeah, so that's why a lot of times specific money comes right in, in handy. Now, now, the catch is they're going to charge more than a typical bank. But again, would you rather lose your thirty thousand dollar deposit or have to pay an extra five or ten grand in in fees that you might not have had to pay? But they get the deal done, and then you just refinance them out because there's no prepayment penalty on that with a with your regular bank when you can relax, have more time, and all mm-hmm. that. Exactly. And then on the flip side, uh, you know, people say, "Well, gosh, you know, how do I get in that business?" Well, you can participate with them by investing in their fund, where it's like a, it's like a mutual fund um, where they have. You know, a hundred different loans in the portfolio, and they're paying right now about close to seven and a half percent. Rates tick down a little bit in in the fund, uh, but seven and a half percent in a fund that's fairly liquid. You know, yeah, very, yeah, yeah. And your principal doesn't fluctuate like a mutual fund. Bank, better than a bank to account, get one or two percent. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, very, very happy clients. In fact, you and you and I are clients, and we're oh yeah, quite happy with them. Yeah, so. I was reluctant, not that there was any pressure, but I, you know, yeah. I been on the show for a few years, and yeah. I didn't really respond. And then I thought, I'm tired trying this out. Like this totally makes sense. I'm in yeah. the business, and I, you know, then I gave more. Yeah. Exactly. That's that's what I've done too. So yeah, the fund started to be you know with practically nothing, and now it's got about forty four million in it. So wow. it's a great it's, results. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so fifteen. Let's see. The company as a company, I think they've done. 
1,500 loans, $500 million worth, zero losses. Wow. Because, again, they say no more times than they say. Much about like nine out of ten times. Yeah. So you got to have some, uh, uh, you know. So much they know what they're doing. Yeah, exactly. Very, you know, very conservative uh, underwriting and all that. So, uh, Patty, we have an email question for you because you are the realtor of Marin County. Uh, How much competition do you think the Internet is for you? Um, The Internet is our friend. And I remember when there was nothing on the web that you couldn't find. If you needed information, like how much is that house when you saw a sign or you saw an ad and you wanted to know where, what's the address, you'd have to call a realtor and get grilled. And now everything's available, including when the the seller bought it, how much they bought it for. You can uh, so many sites, and everybody knows the sites. You can just find out what what the value is. And a lot of times, it's yeah. wrong. And you so, can't just buy a house over the internet. Exactly, it's yeah. kind of like Web WebMD. Like you know, oh yeah. yeah, they don't they don't do surgery. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's a good they don't prescribe medicine. Yeah, you know, you can learn a lot. Yeah. but you ultimately have to go to a professional to get the job done. And and it, I, and an informed buyer is a much better buyer than just a typical looky. Exactly. Yeah. And like WebMD, you could be informed, but it's not always correct either. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah. So the Internet's really our friend. Okay. Good. Uh, you know what? We're going to cut to another commercial break. When we come back, I want you to get into what's going on in real estate because you have all the good information. All right. What flavor was the Twinkies' original filling? We covered the whole game. We covered the Bible. <laughs> we covered music. And now we're into Twinkies. What flavor was uh, the Twinkies' original filling? Right. What is it now? It's like a kind of a cream. Vanilla cream is uh, vanilla cream or something. White yeah. sugar. Something. Like, yeah. It's not a even a flavor. It's good. It's, good. it's just white. I just know it's good. <laughs> I know. Okay. So that's our trivia question. Call eight 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 nine one two eleven ninety. Don't touch that dial. We're going to be right For back. For more information on today's topic, call Edward Brown directly at eight 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 nine one two eleven ninety. The best of investing will continue in a moment on eight sixty a.m. The answer. Now, back to The Best of Investing with Edward Brown on 860 AM, The Answer. Welcome back to The Best of Investing one more time. I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Patty Cohen and our special guest, Rick Lewis of Gold Rush Jewelers. Uh, Third trivia question, what flavor was the original uh, Twinkie filling? Never knew there was a never one before. I know, I I, I didn't either. I didn't even know that was a flavor. And I'm glad they changed it. White sugar. Banana. Oh, banana. banana. I was thinking, man, banana filling, that, that's not good. What year was that? Yeah. Uh, I, I like 1520? No, actually, I don't I don't know. I have to look that up. I just know that's I the remember question. as a kid, and I'm no youngster. Yeah. It's always it's been always vanilla. Been a, yeah, I know. And it's all chemicals. But well, like, well, back in the day, I was going to say there was probably like not even a bit of real banana in there. But back in the day, there probably, probably yeah. was. Maybe. Because there wasn't so many chemicals. Yeah. Well, it's funny. I remember you know my uh, my old roommate would tease me about eating like ho-hos and stuff because I used to love oh, them. They're great. Oh, yeah. It's just, it's just, Edward, don't you realize that that's like a shelf life of 200 years? I go, yeah. yeah how else am I going to live to be 200 years old? Let's <laughs> this. You know? Exactly. All right, Patty, you are the uh, extraordinaire agent, real estate agent um, of Marin. I think so. Uh, you're, you're always <laughs> quoted in the paper, which yeah. is a, a, a good sign. And uh, I want you to tell us uh, and the audience, what is going on in real estate? Things seem to be changing a little bit. Yeah, things are changing, and I've been talking about it a long time, but now it's uh, the facts are there, like it really has changed. So, for example, the number of sales is way, way down, and prices 
are still up, but not year over year, but not to the extent that they were. So, for example, in the Bay Area, um, the Bay Area prices rose, you know, like statewide prices yeah. rose 4.7% 4, 4. year over year. year, over year. Okay. In the Bay Area, it um Prices were up. Like 10%. Yes, 7.9. Oh, 7.9. Yeah. But get this. The number of sales were down 17.2%. Year and in the, okay. yeah, and in the in the Bay Area, it was nineteen percent. Now, so so what does that mean? That prices people were just out. Uh, no, like the, like less people buying. So now we have a we still always have in the Bay Area we have a shortage of inventory, but the number the amount of inventory has gone up. Yeah. Okay. So what's going to happen is that's what's what happens. So all of a sudden now we have we're seeing price reductions, yeah. we're seeing more inventory, and that's kind of the beginning of this tabletop market. Okay, you're not it, seeing the multiple offers. We're still seeing you, that. Still that's like it? that's okay. schizophrenic market where things are changing. Okay. But 2019 is going to be the real test okay. because sellers still want to price it based on 2017 levels. Yeah. And buyers are are holding back. Is, how much of this has to do with interest rates starting to go up? A lot of it has to do with okay. interest rates. And a lot of it, but it's mostly an affordability issue. Yeah. So when interest rates goes up, it's, it's affordability even more. So prices go up to a level where a very small percentage can afford it based on 20% down on the average yeah. income. Yeah. But then when interest rates go up, that's compounded even more. So this is, you know, we're in a tabletop market probably for the next maybe five to six years because we know in the Bay Area and we've all been around for a long time. Mm -hmm. There's waves. There's gentle waves of five to six years. Now, when you say tabletop, are you saying basically? I'm going to guess and tell me if I'm right that we're sort of cresting, not necessarily going down, but just kind of staying somewhat flat. Yeah, if you think about the the, a table, we're at the top of the leg. It's going to be flat for a long time. Okay. And, it, you know, for example, the number nationwide, the number of million dollar markets have doubled since 2012. Wow. That's right. all over the world. Yeah, it's amazing when I've looked at even at, you know, Zillow, how, how, right. be they good or bad, uh, when you just look at neighborhoods and it's like, you know, everything is over a million, million. I mean, it's hard to. Oh, yeah. It's a starting point. Yeah, it really is. Now, the thing is, a lot of people's wages have gone up substantially, so they can afford. But, I mean, think about it. you got to have if 20%. But how many... How much time? How many? How often do you need to put twenty percent down? Because that's two hundred grand. I don't know how many people are walking around with two hundred grand. That's the problem. Because yeah, wages have gone up. But think about this. Uh, uh, you know, it only went up in the Bay Area. Well, you know, statewide it went up year over year, which was the smallest. Mm-hmm. Um, what did I say? A four point seven percent. But again, in the Bay Area, it's the least amount that it's gone up in years, and it's seven point nine percent. So, but, but how many uh, loans? I mean, you can get some loans that are at uh, FHA, right? Where you only have to put down three percent. Well, yeah, but it doesn't really matter because the um, the. Um, Limit of the loan amount is, I think, it's six hundred and seventy-five thousand dollars. What about the jumbo, though? Um, Not much more. Okay. I, I don't. Re- I don't remember what that okay. is. So someone it needs doesn't even really apply. Nine hundred thousand dollars. There's 
going to be having to put down 20%? Yeah. I mean, but if you think about the average, for example, in Marin County, the average um, amount uh, average price was a million seven last week when I did the numbers and gave them to the IJ. So it wow. really doesn't matter about FHA. You say you yeah. don't have to, you can't gotcha. put you know so much down because it's you know eight or nine hundred thousand. Yeah. So think about it. Yeah, wages have gone up, but if if prices are going up year over year. 10, 11, 12%, and the smallest amount last year was 8%, then wages haven't done that. No, that's true. I mean, even a million dollars, you know, 8% is 80,000. The stock market has not gone up enough lately for people to get that comfort level, put money into it. Right. Yeah, in fact, I I didn't check recently, but uh, the market. Actually, uh, from yeah, from January till today has been flattered down down, down a little bit. It went down. Not so good. Not so good. Yeah, so where do you go? I mean, a lot of times when the stock market's not doing well, people go into real estate. But it's a funny kind of thing to see how it's going to go down. Yeah, because a lot of times they, you know, when one thing goes down, it kind of brings everything with it. People just say, you know, just stay in cash because you're concerned you don't want to invest in real estate and have that go down also, especially if interest rates are going to go up. Yeah, which they will. It's it's predicted that by mid-2019, it'll be 5.5%. But I wonder if the government is going to say, well, gosh, you know, we don't want to choke the economy. You know, they, it's not like, oh, it's all, everything's so good that we can go ahead and just low, raise interest rates. You know, it's really strange. You know, that's, mm-hmm. some parts of the economy are doing well, but other parts have been just kind of fairly stagnant. Exactly. They always talk about trying to keep inflation under control. Yeah. For raising the rates to slow things down and not make them crash. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay, well, the, you don't want deflation. Yeah, that, that would not. be That's a disaster. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's better to have a little bit of, infl- of inflation. Yes, but, and then there's so many wild cards too, like the tariffs and what's Trump going to do and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, going back to to Rick here, being a jeweler, have you what have you seen in the jewelry or you know in the diamonds? I mean, it used to be you know a thousand dollars a carat and then two thousand dollars a carat. And I know it depends obviously on the quality, clarity, and all that stuff. Diamond price actually have flat or gone down in the last five, ten years. Really? Okay. For a variety of reasons, yes. Uh, Worldwide demand going down, people using alternative stones, yeah. some synthetic product coming in the market. Yeah. So it's it's not helped the Oppenheimer family, which is De Beers, yeah. market what they're doing. Wow. Yeah, Interesting. Wow. Yeah. And you are definitely not a recession-proof business. No, but people always need things yeah. fixed. Fixed, for sure. So it's a service business, yeah. which again, which is the internet. Mm-hmm. You can't get service on the internet. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be a little nervous sending my, my stuff out to China to get fixed <laughs> oh and have it come God. back. Good luck with that. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, they didn't even send me zirconium. They just sent me a Coke bottle. Here's a blast, you know, see what you can do with this. All right. Uh, We're going to cut to our uh, last commercial break. We come back, we're going to have some closing comments. Uh, Also, um, you know, Hornblower, if you miss the Thanksgiving cruise, look to do them in Christmas. All right. Don't miss that. We'll be right back. You're listening to The Best of Investing with your host, Edward Brown. For more information, visit bestofinvesting.com. More in a moment on 860 AM, The Answer. You're listening to The Best of Investing on 860 AM, The Answer. Once again, your host, Edward Brown. 
Welcome back to The Best of Investing. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Patty Cohen and our special guest, Rick Lewis of Gold Rush Jewelers. Uh, didn't have a trivia question. We already asked those. Did want to make a quick mention here also for Mountain Mike's Pizza and San Rafael. Good pizza the way oh, it, it ought to be. All right. Check them out. Patty, uh, the little change going on with uh, the, the company you're associated with. Yes. And I... I do believe it's going to change the whole dynamics of how real estate is done in the country. Really? Yes. Wow. And it'll take a little bit of time, but it's going to happen. So Pacific Union, whose market share is about 18% in the Bay Area, okay. has merged with Compass. Okay. And a lot of people say, who, who is Compass? Yeah. <laughs> so Compass um, is very, very well funded. And Compass has a vision of being in the top, have a market share of 20% in the top 20 markets by 2020, and they are on track. Hmm. So 20% is usually the largest market share in any market. Okay. It's not a rule, but if you think about how many real estate companies there are, yeah, that's I mean, how no it works. Yeah, there's no monopoly per se. Right. Yeah. 20% is big. And that's that's <laughs> the goal. So it's probably going to get more than 20. So what what we're going to be doing is having like a lot of coming soon early access pre MLS stuff. Okay. So what so MLS is still gonna be there, but you by listing on Compass, Compass is gonna be the goat it, it sounds like a big vision. I do believe when I looked at the numbers it's gonna be there. Okay. So Compass is gonna be ultimately the go to place instead of Zillow. And why is that? Oh. Because we're going to control the inventory. Yeah. And we're going to have pre-MLS stuff on our site. So buyers get early access. Sellers also get to test the marketability, the pricing of their house, the demand. Hmm. So we'll put it out there, and ultimately buyers will come and look, and we'll do a lot of trading in-house. And will you have a lot of factual stuff? Like a lot of times you can go on Zillow and say, you know, the, the uh, tax history, you know, when was last sale, and that yes, sort of thing. Okay. that's going to be happening, Because I mean, that, that's all public record stuff that you can get. Exactly. Okay. And not only of that, he who, like, like lenders, he who has the gold, um, he who makes the rules controls. Who yeah. has the gold makes the rules. Makes there the rules. Go. That's where it <laughs> yeah. is. Yeah. Exactly. The land where the lender is king. Well, he who has the listings controls the market. So Zillow is not a broker. Zillow doesn't have listings. They, aren't they thinking about getting in that business? Or no? I, I, I or, think so. I don't know what their plans are. Know. But this this kind of takes that all well, away because we're if you have 20 percent market share and you've got yeah. the listings and we put them out there before they get anywhere else we're going to be the go-to of where buyers go first so we'll also have all that information that they now go to zillow for interesting yeah. and as a seller the benefit as a seller is these are the where the, where the buyers are going and where they're shopping so you never want to be a seller that's been on there and shop worn for a long time that just yeah. devalues you well, so buyers can too, test it, it even if you become you know too big a fish in the pond it doesn't really matter because sort of like Amazon right everyone can sell stuff on Amazon so even if Amazon gets really big it's not 
that big a deal, right? right? I mean, it's not like you're the ones who are saying, if you want to buy this house, you have to pay X. I mean, right. it's going to be willing buyer, willing seller. Right. Free enterprise stuff. system. We do not control the pricing. Exactly. Well, you know what? We got to cut out here today. Patty, how do people get a hold of you if they have questions on real estate? Well, my name is, again, Patty Cohn, C-O-H-N. I'm based in Marin County. My phone number is 415-722-4842, and I'm at bestmarinagent.com. And that's because she is the best Marin agent. Again, Rick Lewis, thank you very much for joining us on thank The Best of Investing. Me. Okay, here's our thoughts for the day. Always end the day with a positive thought, no matter how hard things were. Hmm. Tomorrow's a fresh opportunity to make it better. And forget the day's troubles. Remember the day's blessings. Love it. Isn't that a great after Thanksgiving, pre-Christmas thought? Totally. (laughs) All right. Tune in next week to The Best of Investing. We're going to be giving away more free prizes for answering trivia questions. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm Edward Brown, wishing you the best of investing. investing. So long. You've been listening to The Best of Investing with Edward Brown. For more information on this program, call 888-912-1190. That's 888-912-1190. Or visit bestofinvesting.com. And join us again next week for the best of investing on 860 AM. The answer. This radio broadcast is in no way an offer to sell securities except where applicable in states where we are registered or where an exemption or exclusion from such registration exists. Information discussed during this broadcast, whether stock quotes, charts, articles, or any other statement or statements regarding market or other financial information is obtained from sources which we believe are reliable, but we do not warrant or guarantee the timeliness or accuracy of this information. Nothing in this broadcast should be interpreted to state or imply that past results are an indication of future performance. There are no warranties expressed or implied as to accuracy, completeness, or results obtained from this broadcast. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.